0: Welcome to Conservative Patriot Nation, new members and returning members. Tonight we are bringing you another fantastic show with a fantastic journalist, well known for her citizen journalism. And now she's with the Zelenko Report. And oh my God, if you haven't watched some of those interviews, you need to go to Rumble. You need to go to Rumble now. And before we start the show, I would like to recognize uh, several of our sponsors. I'd like to recognize Dr. Kevin Connors he has a lot of great light frequency devices um if you know about the alternative technology for cancer and many other different health issues i suggest you to go to shop.connorsclinic.com you'll see a lot of good things over there for emf the rife machine and and many other products and if you go to ZStack.com, Dr. Zelenko left us some great ammunition to fight against any bioweapon that is thrown our way. And you can go check out the ZStack and Z Detox. And there's two new products that just hit the shelf. And there's ZStack for kids and their gummies. And a new one that is coming out, which the season is here, flu season. Um, if you trust Well, <laughs> I'm not even gonna say that but if you trust the mainstream medicine, I mean do what you do everybody We have our free rights. We live in a country where we can do whatever we want, but I highly suggest Doctors Lincoln just it just dropped the Z flu it just dropped So if you go to zstack.com and type in CPN, you'll get 5% off your purchase and last but not least Mike Lindell and the MyPillow family. If you go to MyPillow.com and you use promo code CPNN, you'll get up to 66% off your purchase. I highly suggest it. Mike has been doing a lot of good things. He's a good patriot. And now with further ado, I'd like to bring on
1: Ann Vanderstiel. Thank you for joining us, Ann.
2: Sorry about that. My mic wouldn't come off mute. I apologize. Hey, Mike, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here on uh, your incredible channel, the Cons- uh, Conservative Patriot News Channel. I love the name.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. And and you are definitely a patriot. Uh, I've been watching you, so it's still truth. And now there's a, you know, I was, I was wondering, I'm like, wow, where's Andy Vander still been? And then. <laughs>
2: She got recruited. I, yeah, she got recruited. Doctor Zelenko, who's been a friend of mine since the day Trump mentioned his uh, letter at uh, the coronavirus—we called them the press rallies back in the day—in March of twenty. I said, like, I just so happened to have a sponsor, uh, the Synergy Health DPC guys. Brian Weinstein, the CEO, went to school with Zev, and uh, when I told. Brian, I was actually just getting over COVID and I said, Hey man, this awesome doctor just kind of dropped a major bomb on big pharma and the agencies and called basically exposed Fauci for the fraud. And, and Brian said, I went to school with Dr. Zelenko. I said, that's the guy. He's like, yeah. I said, can you put me in touch? And Zev and I became fast friend and that the, the rest is history. <laughs> How it goes. Wow. Yeah. Right. Bet- small world. eh?
0: Very, very small. You know, and I, I have a, a member on here that was like, yeah, I was wondering, and Vanderstile, I can't find none of her stuff. And and like it was like a sent from God, because I asked Marshall that works with Mary Crowley, and he's like, oh, the Zelenko report. And then he sent me a link, and I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, there we go. I found her.
2: Yeah, well, you know, they don't make it easy. That's for sure. And so it was um it was a really quick transition. Frankly, it was um like really quick. So, uh, and Dr. Zelenko... Who we all knew was, um, you know, had a, unfortunately a bad reoccurrence of this cancer, um, had been asking me for over a year to get together with his business partners, the guys that helped him get, you know, Z Stack up. And I'm really glad that they're spo- a sponsor for you because they're phenomenal. I take my Z, I take Z Detox every day because of all the travel I do, and that's the one thing I noticed because it has the NAC in it and the ECGC that helps really um, stop the headaches I was getting on planes from the uh, shedding. And uh, you know, I just know I was—I was getting really bad headaches when I would fly. Started taking Z Detox. I don't have those anymore, so that detox really works, which is great. But um, yeah, so Zev uh, had been trying to get me for like a year, Mike, to to meet his business partners, and I just thought he was being nice, you know, because we became friends over the last uh, year and a half. And uh, no, as it would turn out, two years I should say, as it would turn out, it's because he had a vision to do this Zelenko Freedom Foundation. And they were so busy getting the business stood up, and of course they just launched Z Flu, which I knew they were going to launch about a year ago. Zev says, "Watch this." He goes, "He goes. I hope I see this launch because this is the reason they're really going to want to kill me when I knock the flu business out of you know off commission with Z Flu." And um, unfortunately, he didn't get to see it, but his wife and kids did. So just, That's awesome, and of course his business. But uh, he wanted me to meet his partners because he wanted to have me and a, another gentleman, Kevin Jenkins, who's a medical freedom. Uh, uh, advocate. He's an amazing warrior in this space. He's my co-chair and uh, makes my job so much more fun because I have a great partner to work with. Uh, He put us in charge of his legacy essentially and and to carry forward what the foundation is going to be doing and we are doing. And really in in a few short months, like three, we've already hit it, you know, busted out of the gates and we're cruising. So I'm really excited about the work we're going to be doing.
0: Wow, that's awesome! Uh, yeah, we've had Kevin on here. Kevin is man, that guy is wow. Awesome. He's got like a brains of steel, like and and Vandersteel. Oh my god, the brains of steel <laughs> and and Vandersteel. Wow, what a yeah.
2: connection! Yeah, it's cool. So, very, very cool.
0: So, Ann, can you uh explain to us about the Zelinka Foundation and how everything's going with you and Kevin and and everything about it?
2: Yeah, so you know we're we are really blessed. Um, You know, first of all, you know when the foundation was was presented to us, we sat down with Zev. Frankly, it was about a week and a half before he passed away. We went to his house. He asked us to come and see him. We actually recorded some awesome video with him, and it was you know Zev's just even at that point was still very very funny. But he said, "Look, this is what I want to do. I'm giving this," and he said it on tape because I'm you know putting this in the hands of the people, the two people I trust the most to make sure that this moves forward and zev really was as you know he was all over media right he was all over all kinds of podcasts people loved him they loved listening to him he was a fan favorite at the Reawaken tour um but he really believed in 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 the new media and he really believed in the work that you do we did you know all everybody out here pulling you know getting in the boat and rowing an oar we're all going in the same direction And he wanted the truth out there like a mantra. So media is part of the Zelenko Freedom Foundation. And we started the Zelenko Report August 1st. Just boom, cold started it. Brighton asked us to be on their network. And they're so gracious because they let us take that file when the show's done with Record. And they let us download it. And um, I've got to go and upload it all over the place. So uh, I've got some help with the great guy, the Vigilant Fox. If you guys follow him, he's awesome. So he helps me get a lot of stuff out all over the place, which is a huge help for us. And um, the other aspects of the foundation are really critical because you know, if you sit back and look at what's gone wrong in the last 50 years, well, going back to Jimmy Carter, 1979, the Department of Education was formed. Again, for those that know I'm a state national, I can't stand these agencies because none of them are chartered in our constitution. That's all BS. But anyhow, that being said, I won't go down that rabbit hole right now, but the Department of Education has just basically ruined our future because these kids coming out of school now... Um, are programmed. They're almost MK altered and the CRT garbage. And of course, putting in these transgenders and all this stuff in the, you know, sex education classes is out of control. So we really are focusing on the future. And we stood up the Zelenko fellows, which is like an internship program. And we're going to be working with kids. That's an application process. We're launching it on our website this week. Uh, but this is an application for kids in college to be able to get involved in the areas of interest in the foundation, i.e. like media. So Brighteon is always needing, you know, extra help in their studios. And there's people out there that want to get internships. So we're going to connect some of these um, academics into the Brighteon network. His Glory network has asked for help. So I know in media, we can probably get a lot of people staffed in media as interns. And the foundation will give them a stipend as, as you know, remuneration for their time as interns. But the other areas of the foundation that we can also plug these Zelenko fellows in are other areas that we're very interested in that Dr. Zelenko really had a keen eye. So, for instance, incubating new technology or nutraceuticals that were covered up and or ignored or mischaracterized or demonized by big pharma. For instance, you know, they really, you know, try to bury hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin during COVID. And we now know why why because it was very effective in treating coronaviruses and Fauci knew this going back to 2003 and uh, if you saw the report with Karen Kingston by the way we re-ran it again last night on steel on the uh, the Zelenko report because it was so it was so crazy what she's uncovered with their own patents and their own information these aren't spike proteins that are being manufactured they're injecting you with a new species, it's an artificial intelligent bred life form with a parasite blended together. So it's like a homoborg. It's it, you're, you're you're turning into something that you're not. In other words, they're changing your DNA, but they're injecting you with parasites, and that's what's creating these giant clots. The parasites, along with artificial intelligence, is pulling all the extra metallurgic compounds in your blood out and creating these self assembling um, antenna, if you will, that are turning into giant not blood clots, but giant clots. So, you know, we can start addressing, you know, problems with COVID, but more importantly, we want to be giving people alternative healthcare solutions. How do you rebuild your immune system? So we're talking to companies right now that actually can rebuild your immune system, rebuild your T-cells that have been decimated from all the COVID jabs, which is now showing up with people that have vaccine-acquired, you know, deficiency, VAIDS, or HIV. You know, these are people who have no immune system left. So we're already talking with people that have done studies and prove that when they go in to treat coronavirus, they're also eliminating HIV at the same time. And again, this is something that big pharmaceutical companies can't have amino acids boosting your immune system because that's what God put on the planet. Oh, no, we can't do that. We've got to put petroleum based products in you. Thanks, Mr. Rockefeller. So, you know, this is where we're focusing on solutions. Um, in in, uh, incubating new technologies. But along with that, because you're creating jobs, we're also going to do community development. So we'll go into these communities, for instance, with partners in the foundation that can deliver inexpensive, very affordable, but extremely sturdy, like hurricane-proof sturdy, fireproof sturdy um, housing, so that people will have quality housing to live in, but then we're going to take these companies, we're incubating them, and put them into the manufacturing position of being in those same communities. So now we're creating jobs, housing. We're going to be pulling in companies that are into organic food and farming with you know grocery store type um, settings and community service settings attached to the grocery store. So now we're bringing in good, healthy food. Uh, McDonald's won't have a contract in the area, by the way. And we want to have a community service center where you can do, you know, not only can you do your shopping, but you can have cooking lessons so people can learn how to cook healthier. We're talking about re-engineering communities the way they used to be back, oh, 250 years ago when you lived on farms and you ate healthy and everybody participated and the families were together in a nucleus and they, you know, they came together in the church for the schools, for the kids. So we want to recreate that environment and foster that um, and bring people back together and make them sustainable and self-sufficient. And uh, we believe we can do that with the partnerships that we're pulling together and the vision that we have. But also, it's going to be combined with public policy. So, you know, we've got a really screwed up government, as everybody will knows. If, you know, in this in this or, in this group right here, you guys know it. I don't need to recount all the ways they've screwed us, but um, and continue to. But we can drive new public policy with you know about fifteen or so doctors that we've already identified in our roundtable to help create the healthcare of the future. What does that look like? We've got to get off this broken paradigm of sick care and transition to well care. And there's, you know, Simone Gold has launched Gold Care. Uh, uh, Dr. Zelenko's company launched um, TWC, which is the wellness, um, wellness center. So you can go right there and get your own healthcare with a doctor on a FaceTime call, and they can send you equipment that can monitor your blood pressure, your heart, do blood tests, all kinds of stuff remotely but be in touch literally face-to-face with a physician. So you can be on your surf trip down in uh, you know, Costa Rica and still being monitored by your doctor. So you don't have to have your life interrupted. Life can go on, but you can have that flexibility and have real patient care with physicians that get what COVID is, understand the scam, and are not going to try and stick you in a hospital with a PCR test and put you on remdesivir and take you out of commission in five days. So we're really being very proactive. And this is what I'm super excited about. And this is why Dr. Zelenko was so beloved because he saw this and he, you know, built products around this to keep people healthy using the elements that God put right here on the planet, which have been available to us this whole time. And for those people who were called anti-vaxxers and freaks because they were into holistic practitioning, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to rebuild them and help them reestablish their reputations and lift them up to where they should have been all along. And get that good intersection of Eastern and Western medicine together. There's no reason these two can't coexist and be symbiotic as opposed to one being demonized by the other continually. So I'm very, I got to tell you, Mike, I'm super excited about all this and and I'm very hopeful for the future. I just know that, you know, it's going to be a tough transition for those that haven't bridged the gap to get to where we are. But we need to stay open to those. But once they see the grass is greener where we are, that they come over and we welcome them with open arms, you know, and, and remember, we're all God's children, no matter what the skin color, what the sex is or what country. So it's a pretty exciting future, I think.
0: Absolutely. And all I got to say is that was music to my ears because I've always. OK, I, I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I grew up in like not so great neighborhoods, but uh, me and my brother always want it better. So we're, we are in a very good place right now and we broke away from the odds. And just to hear what you just said on helping the youth, you know, that's one of the most important things is the youth. Because if you can touch the youth, you can help change that next generation and years that, that comes after that. And those are the, the ones that, are lacking the most assistance from the government from community you know i've had an idea and maybe the zelenko foundation can utilize something with it you know if i saw i said if i ever won the lottery i would build some type of program to where it would have like different trades heating and cooling painting plumbing electrician because most of those jobs i mean You can come, you could be 18 years old, 17, and they'll train you. Like these guys, they're desperate in those different trades for help, you know, and they love Mm -hmm. to have a young person because a young person's going to learn one way and they're going to do it the right way, you know. And I think if we had more of those in the poor, you know what, all communities, poor, rich, middle class, you name it there would be less young people getting into problems and troubles because if they're able to get a career, put money in their pocket, they're not going to be hanging out to do stupid things. Mm -hmm. And um, unfortunately our school system is screwed up. So that was lovely. There's one thing I do want to ask you. um, Will the 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 foundation have a journalism internship to train young people on how to build real journalists because that's another area that we really need to fix.
2: <laughs> yeah, so um, what we're planning on doing is partnering with organizations that are already doing that, you know, known trusted entities out there that are, you know, so Mel Kay is one of our uh, advisories and she's the chair of the media advisory board at the Zelenko Freedom Foundation. And I can think of really not many other people that are on par with Mel when it comes to investigative research. She's fantastic. Um, Karen Kingston will be involved also with our foundation as well uh, on the advisory board level. And those two women, in my in my opinion, are unmatched when it comes to researching and putting content out there and getting people exposed and being able to explain not only the rabbit hole, but the big picture. So I'm pretty excited to be, you know, getting those two ladies to engage with us. But when it comes to will we will we set up a journalism school? We hadn't really thought of that at this point in time. Um, you know, again, remember where we are. We had to go and establish a bank account. We had to establish an, a, you know an um, electronic identifying number. You have to have a corporate number for a nonprofit. You've got to get your paperwork in. You've got to deal with attorneys and all kinds of stuff that has to be built underneath the foundation of the foundation. Um, but in terms of Overview. We're already talking to organizations that have media companies built in, like Brighteon. Brighteon's big, right? They have a huge studio, I think 6,500 square feet, up in um, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Um, they've got you know content creators all over the place. They need help behind the camera. They need help in front of the camera. They've got folks in the studio. So yes, they will get trained by the by the people that they're going to be doing internships for. And in our Zelenko fellow application, I mean, it's a pretty sophisticated process. So when a student applies to become a fellow, not only do they have metrics that they're going to have to meet in order to be accepted, but then when they're, they're, you know, during their um, fellowship program, we're in contact with the folks that they're interning at. So they've got their own homework on that. And so, for instance, Brighton's got deliverables to us about, what's going on in the relationship between them and the intern. And there's progress reports that have to be constantly updated and engagement of the fellow leadership, the qualities that they're bringing to the table, all kinds of stuff. So this is not just, Hey, we're going to throw a body your way, do whatever you want. No, this is specific. You know, what exactly does Brady need? What exactly does his glory need? What exactly does another, uh, you know, maybe it's InfoWars. maybe, I don't know who it is, but we are going to be presenting this to folks that I know could always use some bodies but as far as journalistic integrity, absolutely. You know, I'm not going to engage with CNN for a Zelenko fellow. Why would I do that? It's just pretty more of the same, you know. Um, and we're watching them burn down in real time anyway. I mean, but Chris Cuomo just landed on some other network, and I just started laughing. I've never heard of these people before. <laughs> so, you know, never say die. He's still out there, that demon. But, um, yeah. And, again, I, I think just about all the people that, you know, you follow and watch, you know, I of course, anybody that's interested in being in front of the camera or going out in the field and doing reporting, I'll always be available for that person because I love it. i love I love that aspect of what my life has been for the past seven years. But as I said before we started recording, I'm really excited to get my hands dirty and build some clay for the future. Like I want to effect positive change now. There's some really great journalists out there that can tell you about all the fires that are burning. But it's time to you know think about how we're going to leave the pile of embers behind us and move to the future with some really good solutions to reengineer what we've just realized has been a manufactured crisis after manufactured crisis to keep us in the debt slave model. We got to break that and move on. So,
0: one hundred percent, you know. And um, there's a memo on here. I'm not. I'm not going to say the individual's name, but this person came to me like, "Hey, do you want to bring this doctor on?" do you want to bring this doctor on? Hey, blah, blah, blah. And I said, listen. Um, And I I tried to think of a nice way to say it. And I said, you know, man, I respect all of them. I'm glad for the information they gave us. I think everyone that is awake now knows what's in these vaccines and how bad they are. And 90% of us to 95 to 97 of us haven't got the vaccine. And I said, I'm tired of hearing what's in it. It, it sounds like a broken record when they go into a lab and they pray to God and ask God to give them the vision of coming up with something to help the people that has gotten it. That's what I would like to bring them on. There's no reason for me to want to bring them on to hear another same broken record that just going to install more fear into people. That's why I was loving when you said you guys are figuring out ways to, to come up with solutions. You know, we need to find out solutions to the pollution. And that's why I was loving everything you said, the solution and helping the youth, because that is very important. And- it
2: really, yeah, it really is. And, uh, you know, there's there are some really good tools out there right now, places where you can go and find information. Um, I don't know if anybody's a member of the uh, of the um, covid. Is it, what is it called? Truth for covid. Hang on one second. I just had it open. It is, said it the COVID, COVID Truth Network? COVID Truth Network on Telegram. Is anybody a member? They've got about almost 107,000 members, but they actually put out, um, and it was the Vigilant Fox who posted it uh, earlier this evening, but here's how you can detox from the spike protein. Um, you know, my focus right now is now that we know that the spike protein isn't necessarily a spike protein, And of course there are spike proteins in coronaviruses. So this is gonna be an important guide, but if you took the jab, they didn't inject spike proteins in you. They injected an artificial intelligence life form attached to a parasite, okay? And it looks like a spike protein, which is why they've never isolated COVID-19 in the lab. They've isolated coronaviruses, but the actual COVID-19 they can't isolate. So this bioweapon, you know, it's got graphene oxide in it. Uh, I met with somebody yesterday that's talking about how they can actually prove there's graphene oxide in it using centrifuges and so forth. So we're going to uh, fund this development of this as well. So that, and I'd like Karen, I want Karen Kingston standing there in the lab when we do this, spin the, the, the vaccinated blood and we prove this because that is going to be history in the making and groundbreaking. And if that doesn't end up at a Nuremberg trial, for the people who develop this technology as evidence that they did this to people, you know, which is killing people all over the world. Um, I don't know what is evidence. Um, Anyway, I digress. That being said, you know, we've got to like talk about the solutions. So for me, building your immune system that's been decimated by this vaccine and people who've had multiple vaccines, they have, if you ever saw Dell Bigtree, he did a piece on this one time where he explained how the vaccine was targeting a specific antigen. And because it was only targeting this one antigen, all the other ones were kind of rendered um, useless. So your body has all these defenses and everything else was kind of blown away. And they built up this one antigen to this to this virus. Well, because all your other defenses were released, basically kicked off the football field, um, your defense was full of holes. So that's what has created these problems with people who have you know, um, HIV or vaccine-acquired immune deficiency system they basically destroy their immune system and they only have immunity to one thing. And that's not cool. So we've got to rebuild the immune system and that takes T-cells. And when you put together this product that's called IF200, IF200.com, I take it, it's freaking fantastic. I can tell you more about it here in a minute. But that product has three amino, uh, three amino acids that when used together, cause your body to make its own intracellular glutathione. And maybe some of you have heard about glutathione as being very important. NAC creates glutathione, which is why it's in Z-Stack. And um, I'm sorry, not Z-Stack, but Z-Detox. The NAC is very important because it does help build T-cells, but you need to have these three together in equal parts to really ramp up your T-cell production. And if you can do that, your body's immune system will come back. And this is why people are getting cancer very quickly because they've destroyed the immune system and other and other diseases are taking these people out because they don't have an immune system to defend against anything except this one strain of COVID. Well, that's ridiculous. So um, no, that's not good. So we're gonna really focus on stuff like that until of course, you know, and I, I'd love to ask Dr. Malone this question. You know, he invented the mRNA. Is he working on, the mRNA vaccine to repair the DNA transcription his vaccine did? You know, is he working on that? I've never heard him talk about it, but I think that's a valid question. You know, he should be working to reverse engineer what he created. Um, I don't care how long ago it was he came up with this idea that somebody else ran away with, but, you know, he should be, if he's that smart, he should be working on it, don't you think?
0: Yeah, exactly. If you can create something, I'm sure you can create the reversal and that. That's that's really uh, (laughs) a great thing to bring up. Um, transitioning to the, I have two more questions for you, and then we can go into Q&A if you'd like. Sure. Um, Because I know you're you're knocking out a lot of interviews on the Zelenko Report. Oh, my God, I got to catch up over there. With all the interviews that you've had, do, do you see us getting close to a Nuremberg 2.0 or some justice being done?
2: On these bile <laughs> oh, that's, that's such a great question. I'm so glad you asked it. So I, I, if you guys aren't if you're not following the work at truthforhealth.org, truthforhealth.org. It's truth for health foundation. Dr. Lee Vleet is the lead doctor over there, but she's got uh Lieutenant Mark Bishaw, he's a uh, whistleblower, Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, uh Teresa Long. These are all major DOD whistleblowers. And uh, they are working right now. Todd Calendar's the lead attorney over there. What a freaking fantastic guy. He held a symposium on CloudHub a couple of weeks ago with myself, Reiner Fulmick, uh, Chambers, Long, Dr. Vleet, and uh, a few other attorneys, Jamie Sure, and as I said, Todd. But we did a uh, sort of a medical military mock um, tribunal. And I ended the whole conversation with the how you opt out of the system as being a state national. Todd is actually taking the fact the argument that because these coronavirus quote jab that you know they're not vaccines they're bioweapons because these bioweapons are changing your dna that you are no longer human and the way the patents are written the patent holder now the patent holder of the vaccine actually is now the owner of the individual who took the vaccine because their dna has changed so essentially you're a slave to the to the owner of the patent so Todd is now going to argue this in an appellate court in Denver next month. I'm going to go out and witness this because this is historic. And I had him on the phone the other day with Bobby Lawrence, who is my mentor in the American State National Movement. And what we're learning and what I've learned for now a couple of years is that you know they stole our sovereignty, they stole our freedom when they made us 14th Amendment U.S. citizens. The 13th Amendment originally was, was about preventing titles of nobility serving in public office, it was changed after the Civil War, and it became about freeing the slaves. So essentially, they've slaved you, they've enslaved you with this vaccine, and by changing your DNA. And the patent holder of the vaccine now is the, you're the property, uh, your chattel to that patent holder. So th- that's the argument he's going to be making in court for uh, on behalf of 250,000 members of the military in a class action lawsuit. And it's a freaking phenomenal argument. I I can't wait to go and see this because, to be honest, I'm pretty sure the court won't see this coming. (laughs) I have a feeling that this is going to be heavy, heavy duty. This is a major argument. And this goes to the the fundamentalness of of the freedom in which we've had usurped going right back to the Revolutionary War. And uh, that's, like I said, that's an interview for another time. But this is a really significant battle that we're in. And it's about the soul of our country, but also about the freedom of humanity. Because for those who took the jab, your DNA has changed. And as Dr. Bill Lionberger told me, he said within seven generations, if we were not talking about um, shedding and other things that are going on, but in seven generations, if people are just you know, re, um, you know procreating, you're going to have no more human DNA because you'll have vaxxed with the unvaxed intermarrying, having children. So the the human DNA will be wiped off the planet. Think about wow. that. Yeah,
0: and that's that's crazy because we <clears throat> we're seeing daily. I, I don't. I forgot which country it was, but it was a courtroom setting, and the guy asks uh, the woman, "I just want a yes or no answer. Did you guys get any like research on this vaccine before you pushed it out?" And <laughs> when she spoke, she goes no but we had the speed with science and blah 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 and it's like their whole narrative god is exposing them in front of everybody and and it's wonderful and what todd calendar is doing i mean that is that's unbelievable that's awesome and i hope these guys go down because yeah a lot of people yeah and the worst part is um
2: you know the, the whole thing the worst part about all this is so let's just take the military for an example because I think, you know, we can have some real sympathy for the folks and the men and women in uniform who've, you know, decided to say, hey, I'm going to put my life on the line. And, you know, I'm here to defend my country, blah, blah, blah. Right. So we, we, we respect that. But what's really bad about what they've done to the uniform, to the men and women in uniform, essentially is. They've lied to them on a lot of levels, but this one takes the cake because when you present somebody with an emergency use authorized drug, you have to tell them what's in it. You have to give them the the pros, the cons, of which they were given none and they were told they had to take it. And in their own core, in their own code, title 21, USC, chapter nine, subchapter verse, blah, 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 under emergency use, it, it says right there in their own code, the option to accept or refuse administration of the product of the consequences, if any of refusing administration, of the product and the alternatives to the product that are available and of the benefits and risks. So they are told, you know, it's right there in their own code. They don't, they can refuse, right? They're to be told what the pros and cons are, but they have the choice to say no. And instead they were mandated. They had to take it. And if they didn't, you know, go to the brig. Well, you know, we have so many examples of of all these different people who had different outcomes, but most of them got you know court-martialed and/or kicked out. And uh, Lieutenant Pasha was one of them who got court-martialed over this. And he is a big he's a, he's working over Truth for Health right now. He's a great guy, Mark Pasha. So that being said, they have um, got major problems with this because the problem with the mandates is that the corporation, which is the United States of America is actually violating their own statute laws and they're actually knowingly doing it. So like I just read to you, Title 21, USC, Chapter 9, that is a statutory law at the United States America Inc. and they're violating it. So they're basically doing corporate, t- corporate suicide and it's their business model. It's self-destruction. But it, the problem is the mainstream media carries the water for these bozos and these evil demons and they cover it up. So it's corporate suicide when you force somebody to do something when they technically can refuse it. So as uh, Mark said to me earlier this evening, he says, this is the rise of the Republic, the second American revolution, the second declaration of independence. And that's his opinion. And I agree. You know, our constitution is very clear. Excuse me. Our declaration of independence is very clear on that. And we can alter or abolish when it becomes, you know, not to our liking when they're inhibiting us from the pursuit of life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. So I think we're kind of there in my humble opinion, but we don't have to be violent about it. We just have to set up our own construct, our, our own republic and go about our business and ignore these demons in their corporate, you know, suicide.
0: Yeah, I totally see that, too. I see that corporation starting to, to collapse and um, I'm starting to see a revolution taking place in the republic starting to stand up. Especially when you start seeing these wars that are going on with governors, sending the illegals over here, sending them back over there, um, and seeing these clowns that are calling conservatives racist because they want to have borders, but when the illegals come to their state, right away they're like, oh, wait a minute, we got a problem going on here, we have to send them back, and it's like, wait a minute, I I thought you were for this, so yeah, I, I totally see that transitioning happening. Um, I know, uh, fortunately, for a lot of Patriots, you know, things are taking a, a very long time. But like Dan Scavino um, posted a post the other day with two ladders, and it said small steps. And um, I think we we can see the small steps taking place, and everybody has to see it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I do That's have exactly. another. Oops, yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, no, I said that you're exactly right, go ahead.
0: I do have uh, one last question for you. With a lot of the interviews that you're doing and, and a lot of the patriots that you're connected with, in your opinion, where do you see the direction that this country is heading and, and it's gonna be at, in your opinion though?
2: Sure, in my opinion, um... I see all the people that are, you know, standing up and speaking out and continuing to fight, not cowering. They're going to continue on um, because there are more of us. And that's why we have to we can't stop now, no matter the threat of the FBI, the eighty seven thousand IRS agents, whatever. We can't stop. We can't cower and we can't live in fear. We have to press on. Uh, I think we all know the Revolutionary War was only won with 3% of the people with bayonets in their hands. So, and, and um, again, they were fighting a violent war. We are, n- we have been in a violent war, but it's because they're shooting at us, right, with their poison darts or they're, or they're uh, shooting at us at Capitol during January 6th or whatever, or they're shooting at us, you know, around the world in various capacities. But at the end of the day, I think we will win this. And the only way we do it is to continually stay vocal and visible. Because we need to be we need to physically show them there is more of us. And that's why these Trump rallies right now. Why do you think President Trump is out there? Yes, the midterms are really important. But again, we're talking about electing people into a company, to a corporation. I mean, even your favorite congressman works for the for the corporation. you know, so remember that. not because they, he or she is bad, but they're working as a corporate employee. They're not truly public servants. Um, that's a name only it's de facto fake government. It's not real de jour government. So we have to be visible and has to be visible so much so that an every single Patriot with a cell phone needs to be broadcasting. Even if they have one person on their stream, that's one person that might not have been on another stream and seen it at all. So we need to constantly show the world just how strong we are. And through that strength, we will um, we will win this and it's going to be ugly. Uh, we're going to have, I think we're going to, I, Michael Yon is a great friend of mine is a wonderful war correspondent and the work he's done and what he's been tracking and what he's been reporting to me is, yeah, you can see it already. We're going to have problems with food. We're going to have problems with gasoline. Look what the Saudis are doing. They basically told Joe Biden, the big finger in the middle, screw you. Um, you know, he doesn't have the relationships with the right people. And I uh, sad to say, whatever you want to say about Putin or not, you know, he's not, you know, he's just shouldn't win a peace award here, but he's the only adult in the room right now. I mean, NATO is upside down. You've got Turkey now going to go leave NATO and go work with Russia because they can make money moving gas and oil into Europe because, you know, the bad guys went and blew up Putin's pipeline that was going to bring heating oil and, and uh, gasoline to the, uh, to the Europeans this winter. So Who profits from that, you know, and uh, stupid Biden is still isn't turning on the spigot. We're down to a fraction of what was coming out of the Alaska pipeline. They shut down the Keystone. You know, he's committing suicide on us over here because he's being pressured by the world economic forum and their insane agenda of depopulating the planet. Um, So, you know, we've got to go to the war with the army we've got. And right now, Putin's the only adult in the room that's actually trying to get something positively done here. But uh, I don't believe Putin is going to launch a nuclear strike on us. I think that would be not in his best interest, mostly because America's is a breadbasket, right? We are a breadbasket to the world. We have a huge you know, farming operation here. And despite the fact they're doing everything they can to shut that down with the lack of fertilizer and the expensive fertilizer right now, again, Putin's still making fertilizer. They're getting bumper crops uh, coming out of Ukraine. So there's no reason. Brazil is doing very, very well, but it's aligned itself with Putin the, in the basket of currencies, right? The BRICS nation. So they're going to be fine. So you're going to see reverse migration. Watch what happens. I think we're going to see these people that have come across the border when they can't get food. They're going to head back to Central America where they came from, because that's where the food supply is going to be. So I, I think we're going to go through a very dark period here. It's going to get even much worse than it is now um so people should be preparing they should if they want to you know be fed and have money they should be buying silver and gold and they should be you know stocking up on food because we're about to see a really ugly transition but again if it's only as ugly as you are prepared for it to be so uh but i think we'll come out on the other side because this regime isn't going to last people aren't going to stand for this and november is going to show us a lot that i believe
0: absolutely i agree with everything you said and um that was a lovely that was a lovely answer <laughs> um there was a lot of things in there and i really appreciate that ann
2: sure no worries
0: if you're ready for q a we can let's do get it All will
2: let's do it
0: that, anyone that has a question if you press the middle button we can see your hand raised and we would call on you in order and the first up right now is steven bellows and after steven
2: okay
3: hey thanks a lot for everything you said great information and very positive and and right on point where exactly what i've kind of been thinking but you added some things in there that that um verified um some issues that been brought up in the past with other people um my question was you said you're a state national so I've looked into this myself back in August. I went to a class with uh, David Lester Mm straight and I'm still trying to figure out, I haven't gone anywhere with it, but I have about 20 pages of notes and I've been researching other things on land patents and, and other um, things like that. But what I want to ask you is how long have you been a state national and what does that really mean to you?
2: Great question. So, I, um, it took me a long time to do it mostly because uh, when I was at Steel Truth, my work days were insane. I just didn't have time to do the research the way I would, would do for something like this. So, it took me about a year to kind of complete the No, oh, it wasn't a year. That's not true. It took me about a half a year to get the paperwork done. But that was doing the paperwork in the sense that I was really studying uh, the background of this to, to, because everything that I was getting sent to me by Bobby Lawrence which was, uh, he worked with David, was always based in fact and annotated. And um, you know there was a, a footnote explaining whether it was a Supreme Court case or a treaty or whatever. And so I went and read all those myself because anybody can cite anything and put a footnote and make some, something up. So I was like, I got to make sure this isn't all garbage. So I went back and, I, and what I learned was a really incredible history lesson. So it took me about six months. I got the paperwork done most people can do it within six weeks if you have nothing else on your plate, okay? If you just, you know, not working 18 hours a day, doing what I was doing, traveling every week, four times a week on a plane, you could do it in six weeks. Um, and that the reason it takes six weeks is three three 21 of those days is waiting for your paperwork to come back from the government where you sent it, and you've got to get your receipt, your return receipt cards, the little green cards from the government to prove that they actually received it, they stamped it, they signed for it, and then from there... You have you can file it in the court of record, and it's now on record that you've declared and repudiated and revoked your citizenship. And then from there, you can go and make an appointment at the passport agency. So I did all that, and I got my passport in May of this year. But it took till May to get the passport appointment because again, I was too busy to go and take a day off, drive to Miami, four hours away, and da 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 da. So um, a victim of my own work ethic, I suppose. <laughs> So I'm I'm really happy. What I've learned is an incredible history lesson. Um, Steve, I've learned that our our history has been a narrative and that a lot of the things we believed were simply not true. And again, when I go back to the Revolutionary War, during this process, I learned I was a daughter of the American Revolution because part of the process is learning. You know, if you have blood on, or DNA on the soil before 1776, um, that really is kind of special. So it was part of the process for me. But Um, the, the thing that I find most interesting throughout this whole thing is that you can prove through the Bible, which is the basic law of the land from which our founding fathers wrote our documents, our second covenant nation. Um, it's very simple to understand that they have usurped our laws and they have recreated a corporate construct and they've changed the constitution with some of the amendments which then took us out of our personal freedom, such as being state nationals or, or inhabitants of the state of Florida and made us U.S. citizens. So the the law basically gives you dominion of the earth, right? The land, air, and the water. This is what you need to take control of. You need to take dominion of the land, the air, and the water, the constructs of law. So law of the land is your common law. Law of the air is your ecclesiastical or trust law. And the law of the water is the admiralty law. When, you're, when you uh, were born... They started in 1907 collecting birth certificates and they were cataloging them and collecting them and, and sorting them at the government level between the birth certificate process, the Social Security process. Um, and then, of course, the Federal the uh, Federal Register Act of 1935 under FDR, they created an agency of administration and they have taken you out of the natural law, God's law, and placed you into admiralty law because they turned you into a fictional Corporate entity by your all caps name birth certificate and giving you a social security number, which made you, you know, like an EIN number of a corporation. So they have incorporated you and engaged you and contracted you with the federal corporation or the US Inc. And I have taken myself out of all that, and restored and corrected my status as a free woman with my regular upper and lowercase letter name. And um, I'm in the process of actually correcting my birth certificate as well. So It's all part of the process. It's just fixing the paperwork that they. Basically thrust on you, and you didn't know what you were doing because you were a little baby. You had no knowledge. It was a fraud. 1878, U.S. US, uh, United States versus Throckmorton fraud vitiates everything. So we're we're able to do all this, and there's law and precedent to justify everything we're doing. And part of it is you know rooted in statutory law because you've got to undo the statutory fraud that happened to you, and then part of it is basically biblical law, and that's what uh, our country was founded on—the law in the Bible. So I feel really good about where I am right now. And I know there's more work for me to do, but this is like a journey of learning as I go. And I, I think it's fascinating. And so I'm taking my time because I've I've really started to see the world through the corporate construct and everything that they're doing is all about corporate fraud. It's public private partnerships. And it's through agencies that have zero, zero lawful authority over any of us. So, but if you are part of their corporation Corporate corporations can mandate you to do things. If you're not part of their corporation, they have no jurisdiction over you. So I've, I'm standing in the jurists of the land, and I'm using the proper diction to define who I am. I'm not a person. I'm a people. I'm not, um, I'm not uh, a citizen. I'm a free woman. So there's you know some very clear cut uh, delineations that separate you out of that whole corporate matrix, which is really cool because before then I had I didn't know any of this. So I was using the wrong language, and I was constantly tacitly agreeing to their corporate constructs through the language that I was using. But again, these are words that they've put into our dictionary and into our ethos, and we didn't know that we were, cor- you know, tacitly agreeing to contract with them. And so I've, I no longer do that anymore. I'm free.
3: Thank you for explaining that the way you did, because I've learned most of everything you said. But it's great that you explained it all in in, in one big. Uh, you know, what you just said was great.
2: Um, Well, I see see Jeffrey, I see colon Jeffrey hyphen Lee, semicolon period Gladwell here in the room. So I know he's, he knows what I'm talking about.
3: (laughs) I looked into Bobby Lawrence and I went to a three-day event with Dave Lester Strait and I met so many Patriots down there. There was 400 people, but I'm seeing other information out there that's with truth movement. Saying that a state national, there's a woman in a video saying that state national like takes away your rights and you're basically forfeiting all of your rights altogether, like you're not part of anything at all. Um, but she says everything about you know what you just explain, but then she says, But a state national is like a trick and and you're being duped because I've heard of American nationals and I've heard of other things like terms like that. So, well, I'm I know who you're talking to...
2: about. Um she's a very nice lady. In fact, she and I texted. We we're going to talk on the phone, but she she misses the fact that we have de jure governments and de facto governments, right? De jure is the real government of the people and de facto is the government, it's a fake government. It's it's pretend actors, like attorneys or paid actors to represent you as a as a corporate fiction because you're not alive. You're a vessel to the government. They're They've turned you into a corporate construct so they can contract with you. So there's a few things she misses. Um, she gets she says a lot of things that are very accurate, but that's simply not true. You are not how ha- she's I think I heard her say that um or somebody told me that she was saying that we're um, gonna be uh, charged with treason. <laughs> well, she, I, she did say that. Is that correct?
3: I just watched the video today. I saw it, and I was just yeah so basically what i wanted i'm saying to you is i'm trying to get verification because there's so many people going to these events all over the country and i've heard about this before i went to the event i was kind of researching it
1: Mm -hmm. and i've
3: looked and i've looked up different other people that talk about this about land patents and it all makes sense with title deeds to your land and how the town tries to take jurisdiction over your property. And it's like, no, I own my land. And it's like you said, the verbiage, how you say things is how they get you to be stuck in their system. Correct.
2: Correct. So for instance, just as a point of clarity here, I have a few cars and I've taken the MCO title of all my cars, the manufacturer's certificate of origin. So my cars are no longer titled with the state of Florida. I own my cars all the way, you know, to the title. I don't have, you know, if you sell, go to sell your car, no matter where you live, you've got to go to your state and they've got to get the, print the title so that you can actually um, sign it over to somebody else. And then they go and register back with whatever state they live in to get license plates, so on and so forth. I, I won't be doing that anymore. I'm going to get state national plates on my car. And I, I, I now travel in my personal automobile. I'm not driving a, a vehicle. I'm not driving a motor vehicle for commerce. And if you read the statutory law for the Motor Vehicle Division of Motor Vehicles, it's about commercial law. It's about driving for commerce. I'm not an Uber driver. Now, if I was an Uber driver, nothing wrong with that. Or if I was a delivery driver, pizza, whatever, I would need to have a commercial license. But I don't need a commercial license anymore. So when my driver's license expires, I don't even have it in my wallet. When, when it does expire next year, I'm not I'm not going to re-up it because I have my passport card, which tells me right on the back of my card, this is valid for travel on land, air, or sea. L-A-W, land, air, water. So I can use that passport card and or my passport book to travel. I don't need it. In fact, rental there's some rental car agencies. I think Dollar is one of them that will actually rent a car to you with your passport. You don't need a driver's license.
3: Thank you so much for that detailed explanation of things. I really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, no worries. All good. I highly recommend Bobby though, by the way, he's fantastic. He teaches great classes and some, and his are online now too. He'll go to certain areas, but you can right now they're streaming a class. I'm sure it's done. It's nine o'clock, but um, his classes are also available online. He teaches a lot. He's an encyclopedia and encyclopedia is amazing.
3: I've heard heard a lot about him. I'll check him out. Thank you. You're welcome. And I wanted to bring
0: up about the property thing. I heard about I was talking with this Patriot the other day and he was like, you know, those bills that they send you with electric bill and all that, he says, those are pretty much checks. He's like, you can, I think it was called article, uh, 1099 a and mail them to like the state and the state will pay for it or whatever. There's some form. Um, I'm not sure if you know about that.
2: um, I'm not familiar with that form at myself. I haven't, go, I haven't. So let me just be really clear here. When I decided to do this, for me, it wasn't about going after my CESTA QB trust and, you know, taking dominion of the trust that they set up in our names, that they've monetized our social security numbers and our driver's license numbers and whatever number you have associated with you, they've monetized it. They've bonded it and collateralized you, your chattel. So, and and that's all in your vessel's. Tracking numbers, right? Whether it's social security, driver's license, whatever—that's all corporate numbers they use to track and they monetize you. Um, it wasn't about that for me. It was truly about standing in freedom and getting out of their corporate construct because I didn't want to be told I had to do anything. Now, doesn't mean they're not going to send the FBI over here because truly the FBI is going after the sovereign movement. Although I don't call myself a sovereign, I'm a state national. Um, it's, again, semantics, tomato, tomato. The difference is they don't like us because we know who they are and we are calling them out. FBI doesn't have a corporate charter with anybody, they don't even have a charter with Congress. Um, so these are, um, it's not corporate, a constitutional charter. They don't have a charter with Congress or with the US Constitution. They've never been permitted by the people to exist, yet they do as a for profit entity like the CDC and the NIH. They're all for profit. These guys are making money. And just like the prison systems are making money. Sidebar, by the way, who follows Michael Burry? Does anybody follow Michael Burry? He was in the movie, The Big Short. They made a whole movie about him in the crash of the housing market in 08. Does anybody remember that guy? No? Okay. Well, great movie. If you ever want to watch an excellent movie, The Big Short, it's about the housing crisis in 2008. It is funny, but it is unbelievable. And it just shows you what a bunch of scumbags the banks are. But he shorted all the banks that were out there. You know, remember when you could get liar's loans and the housing markets were going crazy. There was always, you know, people were buying four and five homes and million dollar homes. And then nobody was paying their mortgage and the whole thing collapsed. Well, Michael Murray was really is very astute at understanding where the next big problems are in the market. He's liquidated his entire Scion Capital, $250 million holding. And the only stock he is still holding today is a private prison management company that manages private prisons all over the country. So that kind of tells you his wow. dystopian view of where the world is going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, you know, just because I'm a state national doesn't mean the FBI can't come down here, kick in my door and wave a warrant in my face and say they're going to arrest me because I'm, you know, a threat to, you know, society because of what I say. Believe me, that's very possible. They could very possibly do that or whatever trumped up charge they want to make. So that would be kidnapping um but they can do it. So this is the this is why it's so important that we show ourselves to be stronger. We stand out in public and we we voice our opinions and we just we're out there banging on social media whatever our capabilities are because they need to know there are more of us than there are of them. They just need to see it. That's why these Trump rallies I go back that it's critical that we go that we see these tens of thousands of people so they think twice about showing up in a neighborhood where they know there's a lot of Trump people because you know if I go kick somebody's door in my neighbors know who i am they're probably not going to take too kindly to it i'm not going to say we're starting a war here but it's it's not going to be um it's just it's going to be reported for what it is so look at j6 you know this is this is the world we're living in and the, the more people see this the less likely they are to want to see these people continue with the with the road that they're on so going back to the um the land patents and um the validity of it and getting your utility bills paid. I haven't explored that because again it wasn't important to me. It was about making sure I'm standing on truth and freedom. Now I know there I know people have done this. I've spoken to people who have done this. I haven't asked them the methodology that they deployed in order to do it. Um, because it was again it's not important to me right now. What's important to me is making sure that I'm building something that's better because I'm exiting out of their system. If that includes be- better energy options in the future I'll explore that then, but in the meantime Paying my hundred and fifty dollar light bill every month, I'll pay it. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Ex- I'm not looking for that to be free yet because I'm not. I hope that answers your question, and I hope you don't think that's a cop out. But that's oh, not what no, I'm No, no, this. no,
0: no, no. Absolutely. Um, no, the guy was just the patriot was just throwing that across my attention. I'm like, huh. I'm gonna have to look into that. Oh, that's a guy I delivered to. But I do want to get to you, Jovi. I I know you have a question and you've been waiting patiently. Sorry about that, Jovi.
1: Hi, hey. I uh, you were talking about earlier um, about a network of doctors that know about the vaccine and all that. Um, how can we uh, get in touch with one of those?
2: Oh, my goodness. Um, America's Frontline Doctors has got a a, a great network of doctors. Truth for Health Foundation has got um, a a great list of doctors on their website. Um, COVID Truth on the Telegram channel posts links to doctors on there. In fact, let me see if I have it still open. Uh, Hang on one second. I did have a... CIP, hang on one second. Countermeasures. Oh, I think I closed the tab. Um, it was on Truth for Health. They have a list of doctors there um, by state, so that actually treat COVID um, and will you know work with you. But um, I, I, I there's you know Telegram for me is fantastic for finding. You know, I don't know where do you live by the way. Um,
1: I'm in Virginia, but I I have some health issues that, um, you know, my doctors are kind of playing games, basically. Um, They want me to have a surgery done, but they want me to have a PCR test before I have the surgery. And, you know, it's just um, an unorganized mess right now with the medical system.
2: So, yeah, right here, um on truth for health's truth for f o r health dot org in fact, i'm gonna drop this in the telegram channel. Can I drop it in here? Yep, let's see here. there. I just put a link. They have a director of us doctors treating COVID. I would start there if I know you're not asking for COVID treatment, but I would start there and explain, you know, find somebody and tell them what it is you're, you are concerned about and see how they can direct you. That would be my recommendation. Okay.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You're very much.
2: welcome. And I hope everything gets better for you, Joby.
1: It will. It will.
2: <laughs> Good.
0: I know we're over the hour mark. Um, I That's don't know okay. We have enough time. If anyone else have a question, if you press the middle blue button, it'll show us your hands being raised and we can call on you in order. And if any admin has a question, um, ask it. I think a lot of people are starstruck, Ian.
2: <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> I doubt that, but that's cool. Uh, I really appreciate Mike. You invited me on. This is awesome. I, I I love doing these kind of things because it's so important that you know, for you know, when the for me, so much of this stuff is inside my head. We have an expression: I'm inside the bottle and I can't read the label, and I forget where people are in their knowledge base. Not lack, not for lack of intelligence, but mostly because people are so busy. Working, taking care of their families, trying to live their lives, but they know so they got to be in touch with other information. So you just you you know when you're swimming around the same people that have the same knowledge base, you forget not everybody knows where you're coming from. So it's really important to do these and to do them more often. So I really appreciate you taking the time to set this up.
0: Absolutely, and I appreciate you coming on with us. And and hopefully next time I can have you and possibly Kevin both for one. Oh my God,
2: Kevin would love to do it. I almost was going to ask you, do you want Kevin to show up tonight? He'll, he'll bomb your, your, your podcast. No problem.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. He he's, uh, Kevin's awesome. We had him he right is. Here a while ago. He's awesome. So hopefully we can bring you both back.
2: That'd be awesome. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Ann. a
4: quick question, yeah. if I may, real quick. Yes, oh, there we go. Hi, Anne. Um, it's Laura. Um, I'm. American, but I live in Australia. I was wondering if you had anyone down here with whom you're working
2: Uh, if I have anybody down in Australia that I'm working with, uh, from a yes. journalist like well, Maria Z obviously. Um, right. but um, I
4: should have been more specific. I meant with the No,
2: I don't actually have anybody down there. Um, uh, that I'm, that I'm working with. Do you have any recommendations?
4: Um, yes, <laughs> I do. Um, I will send my information to Mike and, um,
2: Well here, yeah, I, I'm not, uh, I'm know, not shy. So I'm going to put here. my email, I'm going to put my email address in the uh, chat. And if anybody here wants to send an email, they're welcome to do that. So I'll, Super I'll put it right into the uh, so channel. Is that much. okay?
0: Yeah, that's fine.
2: There you go. They have my email address, Laura, and you're welcome to communicate directly with me and anybody here as well. It's on the website. So I I published it on the website.
0: (laughs) Go ahead, Laura. I think you're trying to say
4: something. Oh, I just was going to say I have some super awake um physicians who are not working through the rockefeller um, system and uh, trying to work as independently down here as they can australia is very socialized medicine and it's really difficult for them down here but um yeah they're doing incredible work so i would love to get them hooked up with some assistance so thank you so much
2: Oh, my gosh, Lord, that would be tremendous. We'll definitely plug him into the network. We, we can certainly connect them. That's not a problem. And how long have you lived in Australia and where in Australia do you live?
4: Oh, I've been back and forth between um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and oh, I'm in New South Wales now, but I've been in Queensland and Tasmania and Victoria and everywhere. But,
2: oh, you've been uh, all yes. over. I love Australia. I've been there three times. One of my favorite countries. I haven't been since COVID, but love it down there.
4: Well, again, thank you for everything that you do for us. Um, we we appreciate you.
2: No worries. My pleasure. Thank you.
0: And thanks again, Ann. And like I said, I will definitely send uh, Kevin a text message and we'll figure out a date and bring you both back on. And it's been an honor to have you on here with us tonight.
2: Oh, it's my pleasure, Mike. Thank you so much for for setting this up. And I appreciate everybody sticking around this evening. You guys are awesome for Saturday night. I, it's really nice to see that people want to get together. So truly feel very blessed. God bless you all. And before
0: you go, can you give everybody, uh, the links to following you on Britian rumble, um, yep. anything that, you know, can help out with the foundation, et cetera, et cetera.
2: Yeah, certainly. So here is the, uh, um, I'll just put them right into the channel as well our website yeah there's the website and on truth getter and my telegram channel is that's a telegram um And then, of course, our show uh, is at Rumble Channel. I'll I'll just drop that right here as well. Actually, our our shows are all on the website, so you can get them on the website, or you can go to Rumble wherever you want to go. And we're on Brighteon as well. So we've got the Rumble, and then Brighteon. We are live on. We actually stream live on Brighteon uh, TV. We stream on Brady on TV at one o'clock Eastern. That's when the show's live. And then we restream it across a variety of channels. And we're on Red Voice Media, Cloud Hub, Rumble, Getter. Uh, we're in Facebook jail at the moment, but I don't even think I, I, I care less about Facebook. I just stream there. I don't really do much on Facebook. But I could, if they let me stream, I stream. But every time I stream something that says COVID, they put me in timeout for 30 days. So I'm back in jail. <laughs> so I'm not sure how much longer that's going to last. <laughs> but yeah, that'll, that'll get you going.
0: Thank you, Ann. And like I said, you have a good night and it's been an honor and I'll touch bases with you and Kevin soon.
2: Rock on. That's awesome. Thank you, Mike.
0: You're welcome. Thank you.